Deb's tribe in here. What's healthy? We are. Although, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm looking healthy with the white hair showing and the broken nails coming in because I am still sheltering. I am not going out yet. So um, I thought I would talk about some lifestyle issues with you all today. Um, things that are important to your wellness. Uh, in many cases, lifestyle choices are an even bigger factor in your health and genetics are. And I know sometimes this is a really big pill to swallow because a lot of us wanna be like, oh, I have high cholesterol because it's genetic or oh, I have high blood pressure because it's genetic or all my grandparents had type two diabetes. But really at the end of the day, genetics only play a small part in your health and lifestyle really plays a much bigger part in your health than a lot of us really know. Um, a lot of the research studies are showing and a lot of the things that I'm seeing in my office with my patients are just because mom has high blood pressure or high cholesterol or dad had diabetes doesn't mean you have to have it. And a lot of the studies are showing that you actually have to turn on that gene so that it can express itself. Much like, like uh, breast cancer in women, right? A lot of women are afraid to get that test that says if they are, have breast cancer or the gene for breast cancer, but at the end of the day, if you're living a healthier lifestyle, you could have that gene for breast cancer and never turn it on so that it expresses as breast cancer. Um, proper nutrition, I think, is one of the biggest things we think about when we think about lifestyle and when someone comes into the office and they're either overweight or not sleeping at night or their hormones are way out of whack or, you know, they're sitting there and they turn bright red in front of me having a hot flash. Um, it's nutrition. And how do you know if you're getting the right nutrition? And this is a really important question because the quality of food that you're eating is really, really important. So I have a lot of people that come to me and say, oh, hey, Dr. Deb, I eat great. I eat chicken, I eat fish, I eat meat. And then when we start digging a little deeper and start asking, you know, what kind of chicken and what kind of fish? Is it farm raised? Is it caught in nature? Is it grass fed beef? Uh, is it grain fed chicken or these eggs from local farms or are they from farms that were harvested two months ago? All of this stuff uh, plays a role in, in your health and your lifestyle in the quality of the food that you're consuming. So, you know, I know during the pandemic, uh, with the coronavirus, there has been what appears to be shortages in food because a lot of the shelves are empty. But if you really take a look, it's incredible because a lot of the organic foods are still there and the packaged processed foods that have a lot more of the chemicals in it uh, are taken. And those are the things that last longer, right? The things that we might stuff into our pantry for a rainy day or just in case. But quality of food really has an impact. Um, we want to make sure that we eat real food. And where does real food come from? Do you know? It comes from the ground. So does that mean just vegetables and fruit? No, it means cows that are eating grass or chickens that are eating worms. Those are their real foods. It means fish that are eating the things in the ocean that they're supposed to be eating. You know, there's a lot of studies showing that we're feeding fish corn, right? Last time I checked, you could not find corn in the bottom of the ocean, yet they're eating it. And the reason that's happening is because it fattens them up. And um, in doing so, it also changes the chemical makeup of the fish. And then it has an impact on our body. Our body cannot identify that fish as food. Um, exercise is another really important part of wellness. 
Um, and is all exercise good? Is it all created equal? No, right? It is not. So what might be good for one person who has diabetes may not be good for somebody who has no health issues and may not be good for somebody who has multiple sclerosis or someone who has a thyroid issue. So I think it's really important to identify where you are health-wise and then bring in the right type of exercise. We have to work on core strengthening so people who have spinal issues, sciatica, migraine headaches, neck pain, back pain, you know, you don't want to just jump right into interval training. We want to make sure that we strengthen core first and then move on. Somebody who has had baby surgery, back surgery, neck surgery, swimming is another great way to start building endurance. You can't just kind of jump right in and go. You got to really slowly build up. So um, there are different kinds of exercise. And why is exercise important, right? You know, here in Georgia, at least, um, when we were under that shelter, they said you can go outside and exercise because exercise is shown to improve the immune system. So that's one of the things that we wanted people to continue to do is exercise. Exercise within your boundaries so that you don't hurt your body, you don't hurt yourself, but so that you could really stay healthy. Um, another really uh, interesting thing and I think an important thing to talk about is the things that you're putting in your mouth, right? Things like um, alcohol. Right, so people think, oh, alcohol relaxes me, but does alcohol really relax you? Maybe a little bit, but alcohol also interferes with sleep. And when do you heal? You heal when you're sleeping. So is alcohol really helping you? And stress, stress is one of the greatest sabotagers of their health that there is, especially if you're diabetic. When you are under amount of, you know, huge amount, even a little amount of stress, you can see blood sugar go up. So I have people all the time. In fact, this morning I had someone come in and she said, Dr. Deb, my blood sugar, you know, I've been working with you all this time. My blood sugar was down in the 80s, which is fantastic. But the last couple of weeks, it's been at 120, 130, the highest it's been since I've started working with you a year ago. And I asked her, how are you feeling about everything that's going on? Well, my husband lost his job, my job, you know, I have had a decrease in pay. And so there's a lot of stress there. Her kids are out in the world, her grandbabies are out in the world. You know, that's a lot of stress. And I, and I told her, you gotta really recognize that stress can impact your health. So stress is important and how to manage stress, you know, meditation is a great way to do it. Do something you love, read a book. Um, there's all kinds of different things that you can do to help manage stress because stress does have such an impact on your health. And we know if you're healthier, your body can fight off different things, whether it's coronavirus or the flu or just common cold, whatever it is, you know, the more um, solid you are, the better you're eating, the more sleep you're getting, the better quality food, the better quality supplements, the better nutrition will help you be healthier overall. Um, I do have a question here from Kayla and Kayla asks, how important is getting enough sleep when it comes to lifestyle choices? Um, and I know I touched on that a little bit, but sleep is so important and to be getting enough of it because we heal when we're sleeping. So if you're feeling run down, if you're working more and you're making less and you're feeling more stressed out and you don't know how to pay your bills and you don't know when this coronavirus thing is gonna end or anything else, you know, it, it causes a lot of stress for you and it impacts your sleep. So you have to learn how to make sure you're getting A, the right number of, 
uh, hours of sleep and B, getting good quality sleep every day. And I think consistency with this is key. If you're starting to feel run down, try to get more sleep. Um, six to eight hours is a good general rule, but if you're not feeling good, get eight, eight to 10 hours if you can, so that your body can regenerate and rejuvenate and really start to um, be able to fight anything that it comes in contact with. Because some of you might not know this, but we come into contact with bad things all the time, but our immune system is there fighting these things off so we don't ever really come down to it. So hopefully that helps um, you a little bit with some of the lifestyle issues and some of the lifestyle questions that I have been getting lately. Um, I want to talk uh, a little bit about drugs in the media too. This is a really important thing because we're seeing all kinds of um, drugs that they're trying to make to fight viruses. Same thing as, you know, if this was a cold or the flu or anything else, um, I think that pharmaceutical advertising is all over the TV. We don't really watch live TV in our home, but um, if we do turn it on, you see a pharmaceutical ad and then another pharmaceutical ad and then another one. And, and I think it's really having an effect on our society. People are feeling like, oh, I might have, I don't know, diabetes and this medication is managing my diabetes for me. And I always ask my patients, do you wanna manage your diabetes better than you are now? And they look at me and they say, yes, yes. And I say, but do you really wanna manage your diabetes or you do wanna reverse the effects that diabetes is having on your body? And then they kind of look at me and they say, oh, you got me, Dr. Deb, because it is kind of a trick question. But you know, we have to really look at how these commercials and these pharmaceuticals are impacting us. Um, and because just because you saw it on TV doesn't mean that it is right for you, that you can't really work on other things so that you can be healthy. Um, big Pharma, in my opinion, isn't really searching for cures, right? Big Pharma is a company. It's a business. It's there to make money, right? Does Big Pharma make money off you when you're sick or when you're healthy? You've got to ask yourself this question. Now, I feel really blessed and grateful that we live in a country that has some incredible medications. And if they were used properly, I think it would be unbelievable but they have medications that were really meant to be used short term and then we give it to a patient long term and before we know it, they're on it for 20 years and they don't even know why they're on it anymore. Cholesterol medication is one of them. Blood pressure medication is one of them. Blood sugar medication is one of them that you know maybe they had high blood pressure at one point in time and then they stay on it. Why? Because Big Pharma makes money off us when we're sick, not when we're healthy. So they don't have any really good incentive to get us off of that medication. And you know, the thing is, is that you take one medication and then it can cause side effects. So then they're making another medication to handle that side effect. And then they're making another medication to handle that side effect. So They're making a medication and all these different levels, but are you really getting healthy? You're not, you're just managing symptoms. And is that how you really wanna live your life? No, right? Do you wanna be managing symptoms or worrying about keeping medications cold like insulin? Or do you wanna be out traveling the world? Although I don't know if that's a good one right now because I don't want to be out traveling the world. But eventually we're going to be able to be out traveling the world again and seeing new places and, and having to carry something like insulin with you that needs to be kept cold. You know, that's a tough thing. Are you more going to be worrying about if you're going to lose a limb or would you rather worry about, you know, where you're going to go, what grandchild you're going to go see, um, the happier things. So 
I think medications have a place in our world. I know that I wouldn't want to have surgery without having an anesthetic. I know that there are medications even with this coronavirus that are helping a little bit. But, you know, is medication really the answer to all of our issues? I don't think so. I think we need to be a little bit pickier and a little bit choosier about the medications that we have and use them when we need them. And then, man, we are lucky to be in a place that has so many really great options for things like that. Um, I have a, another question coming in from Lonnie. And Lonnie asks, where are good places to find information on alternative medicine and therapies? Lonnie, that's a really great, great question. Um, because the internet today, you can really find anything that you want it to say on the internet. Um, so I, when I am looking for um, answers and, and information on alternative medicine, um, I know that I go to Functional Medicine University. Um, there are also kind of some really good sites out there that you can go look at. You can go on my website, um, Dr. Mercola, Dr. Axe, um, Dr. Myers. They have some great sites on all of these different things. Um, or just call me. I will tell you. Uh, what I know. I'm happy to share any information that I have with you um, to help protect you and to help protect your kiddos. So good question because I know it can be really confusing out there on the internet um, when it comes to what is a really good source and what isn't. Um, a good rule of thumb is though, however, if it's a whole food supplement, uh, it's typically um, a better supplement than one that is made um, out of things that are not whole food. So. Um, I did also want to talk to you a little bit about some of the um, beyond the neck and beyond the back chiropractic, right? We can we can treat for a whole wide range of things. It's not just neck pain and back pain. Um, we help with muscle issues, right? Because what what connects a bone to a bone? So we have tendons, we have ligaments, and we have muscles. So we also address all of those different things. Um, by getting a chiropractic adjustment, aligns the spine, and then massage therapy is incredible to help with muscle issues um, and joint problems, right? Because if your muscle is healthy, the muscle is part of the joint, then the joint will be healthy. Um, how does chiropractic help with other things like IBS, like, um, I don't know, gut issues, allergies is another big one, um, pregnancy, getting pregnant is another big one. So I get this question a lot, you know, how can getting adjusted help somebody who has a gut issue? Or how does uh, giving an adjustment help somebody get pregnant? Because I have a lot of patients that come in and they've done every test their OBGYN has done with them, everything is normal. Their husband is normal, they're normal, yet they can't get pregnant. And um, what we do is we give them an adjustment and what happens is if the nerve to whatever it was that was causing them to not be able to get pregnant is pressed and through the chiropractic adjustment, it straightens everything out and the spine is clear, guess what happens? The signal gets through and they get pregnant. Same thing with IBS, same thing with um, with, um, I don't know, allergies, right? If we affect the central nervous system, then we affect all of the other systems. So weird things um, start to get better. So I have people who come in and they have come in because maybe their low back hurts and then they look at me and they say, oh my God, Dr. Deb, I haven't had to take my asthma rescue medication in months since I've started to see when I just realized that getting adjusted has helped my asthma or getting adjusted has helped my allergies. Um, 
These misalignments, we call them, are the things that can really affect how our body is functioning structurally. So if we have a misalignment and um, we're out of whack, one of the things we might feel is pain. One of the things we might feel is one hand might be colder than the other, or one foot or leg might be colder than the other. And it's kind of weird because you think, well, how is that? But that's a structural issue. Um, and so think about this. If you have something that's out of place, do you think that thing can work right? It can't. So that's why if with a chiropractic adjustment where we put it back into place, we have better mobility and we have better ability to be happier and healthier and to really reach more optimal health. Um, I think through chiropractic, we can really restore the integrity of the nervous system. And if our nervous system is working good, the idea is that the rest of the systems in our body are working good. Our respiratory system, our immune system, our cardiovascular system, our genitourinary system, all the other systems are working better because the central nervous system controls all of those systems as well. So I do have one more question from Alyssa. She says, my child suffers from colic and ear infections. Can a chiropractor help with that? And when I have patients come in and say to me, Dr. Deb, my kid's gonna go have tubes put in their ears, I look at them and I say, was your kid born without enough tubes in their ears? And they kind of look at me confused. And I say, you know, your kid isn't having ear infections most of the time because it's missing tubes. You know, it's." that thing again, that the neck is out of alignment. And by getting them adjusted, oftentimes it clears ear infections for, for kids. Colic as well. Um, you know, a lot of babies are not going through the normal birth cycle, the normal um, birth, so they don't go through that birth canal, so their little lungs aren't pumped and their heads aren't pumped and they're born at weird hours and they don't know what's up or what's down. And yes, chiropractic care, when, and which is very different for little infants, by the way, it's very, very gentle. Um, what we do is we look at them right away and we align their little baby spines because birth is very difficult. Whether it's a C-section or a normal vaginal birth, it's, it's hard on baby and it's hard on mama. So if we start by affecting their spine at such a young age, we can have a huge impact on their health for the rest of their life. So uh, that is a really, really good question, Alyssa. And yes, um, chiropractor can really help with colic. We can really help with ear infections. Um, we can really help with torticollis. Another thing that a lot of little babies have, they can't turn their head one way. And if we leave it just like that, we have problems. But if we work with it right away, and I've had a patient that uh, had a baby and that was a big issue for this baby, um, this baby now, a year and a half later, is perfectly normal and happy and healthy and has full movement in that neck. Um, so, you know, these are really great questions and I hope this information has been really good for you. You can directly send me an email to feelbetter at lakepointwellnesscenter.com or you can go to our website website at feelbetterhere.com or you can give us a call at 770-974-5215. We are doing a lot of telemedicine. If you're still you know, hunkering down, you can stay home. We can do it uh, via video chat or any other video. We can, you're not afraid to come out and you wanna come out, come on out. We have a very, very clean building, like I said earlier on. Um, so you can come to us, give us a call, 770-974-5215. I hope this helps. Until next time, love and light, health and happiness. Bye-bye.